welcome to Better in the Second Half podcast, your no BS guide to stepping into the best years of your life with tactical tips to feel better than ever. I am your host, Tara Gillen Petrosi, and today I'm chatting about how you can slide out of any slump because Lord knows we all find ourselves in them from time to time, especially when we're building new habits or making big changes in our life. This is something I deal with daily in all of the work that I do, and it's something that I also struggle with myself. In fact, this episode is quite literally me sliding out of a slump, and it's the perfect opportunity to discuss this topic and help you move forward after you've hit a lull or a wall. But before we dive in, let's talk about building healthier habits. One of the biggest reasons people don't see success in a new health routine is a lack of simplicity and convenience. It can be so challenging to break old patterns and make your wellness a priority, especially if it has a lot of complicated steps. You guys will hear me talk about the importance of your health a lot, but one of my favorite and easiest recommendations to start feeling better faster is hands down the Modere Access Vitamin Pack. So this is nutraceutical science in its most simplistic form, which as a busy mom, I love this. I'm constantly on the go and I need something that is easy I can stick to. And this vitamin system is it. It is individually packaged to make it easier than ever to build a healthy routine even when you are on the fly. It contains 30 crucial ingredients your body needs to thrive, and it's easy-to-take system contains a powerful multivitamin, antioxidant, and adaptogens. If you don't know about adaptogens yet, please go Google them. I'm obsessed. A vitality complex and Omega Complete. They are all carefully curated to work together, and this powerful combination will actually send reinforcement to your major body systems, including your cardiovascular, nervous, immune, digestive, and skeletal systems, while helping manage stress and balance your moods. With a price less than your favorite Starbucks order every day, this is one product you do not want to skip out on if you are on a health and wellness journey and you are looking for something easy to stick to. Check out the show notes for a direct link to this product and an exclusive discount code from yours truly. I am telling you, especially the way it is individually packaged, this is truly health and wellness on the go that you can take anywhere, anytime, once a day. You can thank me later. Okay, back to business. How to slide your way out of a slump. And here's what I mean by slump. You know that feeling, you're ready to make a change, create a new routine, start the business, build the habit, whatever. You have loads of adrenaline and momentum at the beginning. You feel great, you're showing up, you're doing all the thing, but that high wears off and you fall off the wagon. You begin to forget why your goal was so important to you and you continue to put it on the back burner of your everyday life. So much time goes by of you not putting in the effort that you see yourself as a failure and assume that great idea isn't so great anymore or that you simply aren't capable of it. I mean, you tried, right? Clearly, it just didn't work out. Welcome to Slump City, the popular destination that everyone finds themselves in from time to time when they are taking on something new. FYI, do not get the postcard or get comfortable here. It is not a good place to be. And I'm talking about Slump City for a couple of reasons today. Number one, this episode is quite literally me pulling myself out of a slump. And number two, I see this every single day in every line of work that I am in. So I know how common it is and why it's so important to talk about because these slumps happen to everyone with no matter what you're working on. This podcast, guys. I was so, so, so excited to finally start this podcast. It has been something that I have wanted to do for a very long time. I was so energetic. I released three episodes. I was feeling really, really good. 
And then, of course, you know, life happens. I randomly lost my voice for over two weeks where I sounded terrible and I could not speak. I then had a surgery where I couldn't record even though I had my voice because I was recovering from that. And it just was discouraging if I'm going to be completely honest with you, to start a new project like this podcast, to feel like I had that momentum, to feel like I was finally learning, because it's a lot. Whenever you take on something new, uh, you always, I think, underestimate yourself in the beginning and the things that you have to learn and the new routine that you have to create to make it happen. And you always start off with so much excitement because you're excited about it. But then when things happen that derail it, it's very discouraging and it's so easy to throw in the towel. So even with this podcast, you know, there's a part of me, that imposter syndrome that comes on like, how am I supposed to talk about slumps? I'm in a slump right now. But I also believe that I can help people by sharing my journey and the different things that I go through. And this is not just me on this podcast. I see it every single day in everything that I do. So I want to break down what I do if you're not familiar with me and if you're new to this podcast and why I see people in slumps on a daily basis. First, I am a personal trainer for an F45 studio. I am also a spin instructor and I have an online wellness business. In my line of work, not only do I have my own online business that I promote, but I'm also a mentor and I help other people create their own online businesses. This is something I have been doing for years. I love it. I see so much value in it. But in all of my jobs, I always encounter at least once a day somebody who's going through a slump. So whether they are working on a health and fitness goal or they have a business goal, it's very, very easy. They're both completely different, but I find Every single person finds themselves in a slump either direction that they're going because you do, you get that momentum when you start and you're excited. So whenever I'm dealing with somebody and and their fitness goals and their health goals, they're always excited, right? They they want to start the new routine. They want to start the supplements. They're going to be tracking their food and paying attention to what they're putting in their body and they're making that effort, but then life gets busy or they don't see results right away and they get discouraged and it's very easy to quit. When I'm dealing with people who are starting their online business, everybody always usually starts off their first month is fire. They're feeling great but they'll get that first negative comment from somebody who doesn't understand what they're doing or they'll get their first product return and they get discouraged and they want to throw in the towel. So this is something that I deal with on a daily basis. And it's also something I feel myself, like I just mentioned with this podcast, I was so excited to get it going. And then life happened for me, getting sick, having surgery, and now I have this lull. So these lulls are so common and they are something that I deal with all of the time. And I think it's a really important topic to discuss with whatever it is that you're working towards because we all feel that slump in one way or another when we're changing something in our life. Like just be aware that it's going to happen, recognize it, and how can we move on it? So this entire podcast is going to be how you can slide yourself out of any slump. So let's get started. Recognize the slump, okay? When you find yourself in a slump, so whatever it is that you're working on, I really want you to think about what caused it. You know, maybe someone said something negative about your doing, or maybe you doubted yourself. Maybe you didn't even have the courage to start. Maybe you overbooked yourself and you couldn't keep up. Maybe you didn't see results right away. Maybe you were like me and you got sick or something happened in your life that was out of your control that was holding you back. It's really important to recognize what caused the slump if we're going to get ourselves out of it? Because we do, we always start things with this great intention and gusto, but 
life is life and it takes a while to build up new routines, build up that confidence. So the very first thing that you have to do is recognize the slump. What caused it? Why are you feeling the way that you are? And be really honest with yourself and where the momentum stopped for you. It's a great opportunity if you have a journal or if you want to write this down, recognizing the slump that you're in and how you feel you actually got there. Did the momentum start? Did it not start? What made you lose your traction? And be really, really honest with yourself on this. There is no homework. I won't be checking your homework. This is for you. If you want to pull yourself out of this slump, you have to be honest about what caused you to get in that slump. And I'm going to dive into that even with my personal experience, even just with this podcast, because it wasn't my slump was just, oh, I lost my voice for two weeks. Okay. So recognize the slump. Number one. Number two. This is probably the most important, and I feel like we should talk about it before the slump even happens. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably stuck in a slump, or maybe you've been in a slump before and you're recognizing, oh, maybe it's time to start getting back at that thing I wanted to do. So before the slump even happens, I want you to be aware at the beginning of anything you do, you're going to suck. It's not going to be good. (laughs) We're so consumed with this lifestyle of like instant results that just aren't realistic. You know, you're not going to see your results right away. All of the greats became great because they were relentless in their pursuit. And I think often our egos hold us back more than anyone ever will because we're embarrassed by our failures or how we will be perceived by others if we don't look perfect or if it's not polished or if we don't know exactly what we're talking about. But here's the thing, you can never be the expert if you don't learn and stumble and grow along the way. I was actually just watching uh, the Disney Channel really great special on Tom Brady and it's called The Man in the Arena. And I highly suggest that you check it out. I've only seen the first couple episodes, but his story is just so inspiring. I mean, my husband is a huge, huge football fan. I don't know that much about football, but it is a sport that I enjoy watching, but I didn't really know much about Tom Brady. I just know Tom Brady for Tom Brady. Like who doesn't know? He's a household name. Everybody knows who he is. He's won how many Super Bowls, you know, he's married to the supermodel. He's just living the dream. But to watch the very first episode and how he started uh, was really eye-opening for me. I didn't know he was not a first-round pick. He actually became the head quarterback on default after the head quarterback got injured. Nobody thought he was going to be who he was today. Like, he really defied a lot of the odds. And when he talks in this special, he even says, you know, I, I wasn't the fastest, I wasn't the strongest, I wasn't the tallest, but I was determined to work the hardest. So I think that's really important, even in his situation, you know, at the beginning of starting his career in the NFL, like he didn't go in there making the huge paycheck and being this star-studded person that every thought, like everybody starts somewhere and you have to recognize that it is okay to suck at the beginning and that you are not going to get instant results in anything that you do. It just, it doesn't work that way. There's no filter in life that you can just quickly put on and it's going to change absolutely everything. So really being before you even get in that slump, just mentally prepare yourself that you're probably going to suck at the beginning. And guess what? That's okay. So recognize that slump before the slump even happens. Recognize that you're going to suck. And this one is really, really important. So remember your why. I talk about whys all the time when I'm talking with somebody and their fitness goals or their business goals with my line of work. Like your why is very, very important, especially in my line of work, because 
both of the things that I help people with require a lot of self-discipline and dedication. Like it's a lot of work that you have to put in for yourself, even if you have great mentors or great personal trainers or great instructors or somebody helping you break down your nutrition or giving you all the systems for your business. Like Everything that I do in my life and what I help people with requires a very high level of self-discipline and it will always come back to your why. When you get back to that feeling of why you started, it really helps pull you out of that slump on why it is so important to you. And I can give you an exercise that I absolutely loved. I learned it in a leadership training a couple years ago, seven levels of a why. So you start with that one goal, whatever it is, and this can be applied to anything in your life that you want to work towards, any goal that you have, why you're doing that. And then ask yourself once you get that answer, but why? Write it down again, but why, but why, but why? And keep going down seven levels to get to that real core reason of why you are doing something and why it means so much to you. Because you have to have a really big reason, especially when you're going after something that requires a lot of self-discipline and dedication to achieve it. When you need that commitment to yourself, you better have a damn good reason. Otherwise, you will throw in the towel. And sometimes when we start with that initial why, it's so surface level that we don't even tap into why it's really, really important to us until we start peeling that onion. So that is so, so important when you're in a slump to get back to, okay, but why did you start this? Why did you start this health and fitness goal? Why did you start this business? Why did you start whatever it is that you're working on? And really, really asking yourself over and over again until you get to that deeper meaning. And sometimes the end result is nothing. Like you will, it opens up a portal. I have seen so many people go through these where they are like sobbing at the end when they get to the root of why something means a lot to them. And that is really, really important. So Absolutely. If you're stuck in a slump, go back to that goal. Ask yourself why it isn't so important to you and do that seven levels of why to break down the meaty, juicy part of why this is so important to you and your life, especially for you, not for somebody else, why it's important for somebody else to see you doing this thing, why it is important to you, because if it is not important to you, you are not going to do it. And you need to know why it's so important to you. Next, repetition and consistency trump skill every single time. So the more you learn about habits, I'm obsessed with habit building, breaking habits, creating new habits, because this is something I've been doing for the last couple of years. And when I say like breaking bad habits and creating new ones, I'm talking about breaking bad habits and creating a completely different lifestyle. When I think of some of the things I did two years ago, as opposed to who I am now, I honestly can't even believe how far I've come and the things that I do now that are second nature to me because I have made it a habit because I've consistently done it um, just because I was dedicated to my goal and my why and why it was important to me. In fact, 40% of what we do is habitual. So that means 40% of the way your brain thinks and the things that you do on a daily basis are strictly habit formed. And some of these are good habits and some of these are bad habits. But once you realize that 40% of everything that you do in your life is simply habitual. So like we're talking about like what you do from the moment that you get up, your routine, like, I don't know, do you make your bed in the morning? Do you wash your face? Like the little quick decisions that you make without even thinking about them because you have just done them so much over time. And when we talk about goals and things that we want to work towards, repetition and consistency 
is always so important. And it will trump skill because you can build skills for pretty much everything. And I'm not saying build skills, you know, I'm not, I can't go out tomorrow and become Tom Brady. Okay. We have to be a little realistic. You know, I'm not going to be an NFL quarterback. You have to be on the realms of like what is possible for you, but you can build pretty much any skill. It's just a matter of working hard on it, staying dedicated and continuing to do it over and over and over and over again. And if you don't know me, I am on this huge health and wellness journey. I've become obsessed with it, but this has not been my path. For 35 years, I was probably one of the most unhealthy people on the planet. Like I ate terrible food. I never worked out. I was never into sports. Um, I smoked a lot. I drank a lot. I didn't, I didn't really take care of my mental health. Like I was, I don't even in my 20s, I was kind of, I was a, a party girl. I worked in the bars. Um, and that was my life for a really long time. So when I say that I have changed my life and I feel better than ever, I'm telling you that I have changed my life. And it, it mind blows me. So after having kids, one of the main driving forces to, to help my health out was very superficial, right? I had gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies and I just, I didn't like the way that I felt in my clothes or the way I looked in the mirror. And it was a very superficial reason to start my health and wellness journey, but I'm so grateful for it because it's changed every, every aspect of my life, the way that I take care of myself now. Uh, but initially when I started this process, guys, I was terrible. Like, oh my God, I did not just go into this routine and nail it every single time. You know, I would, I would walk into the gym. I hated going to the gym. I hated every second of it. Um, I didn't get that endorphin high. I had to push myself to maybe go three times a week. It took me a long time to build it up. My technique was terrible. My form was terrible. My stamina was terrible. I would die in these classes. And even now, like I have grown so much leap and bounds, but like I work out every single day now. And it is something that's so automatic. It feels strange if I don't. And this was not where I was a couple years ago, like not even close. I didn't do anything physical whatsoever. If anything, I was very lazy. So when I say, you know, you can get consistent, it takes time. But the more that you stay steady with it, the more self-discipline, it becomes this habit where it's just a no-brainer. Um, I'm going to be doing a podcast about it next week about my surgery and the experience I had with that. But even, you know, coming off the surgery, I can't go to the gym. I can't be active for at least anywhere from four to six weeks. And it's destroying me. My energy is low. I, I know that I have to follow the doctor's orders because I want to have a safe and healthy recovery. But it's so funny, like this person who used to be very lazy is struggling because I can't work out now. So Repetition and consistency will trump skill every time, but it's building that habit. And it's wild how much of what we do is just because it's programmed in our mind. And I want to talk about this really cool Zen proverb that I heard, and it's before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. And it's this premise and this emphasis to commit and thrive during and after the process in any pursuit. And it's more about falling in love with that process of becoming great and staying dedicated to the practice, even after you've reached your goal. It's just about creating your solid foundations. When you're thinking about whatever it is that you're working towards, think of this like chop wood, carry water. Whatever your goal is, you really need to cement what that routine needs to be. And this is really difficult to do, especially when we're talking about goals like that 
that you're creating yourself, even if you are working with somebody who can help you towards those. Like it's very different when we talk about the self-discipline that it takes to hone in on what you should be doing with your time. And I want to just compare it to, so I, I'm not, I don't usually work the standard. I, I don't <laughs> work the standard nine to fives, nothing against them. I just, I like to own my schedule. I like to create, I like to be spontaneous. They just don't work for me, but even in the jobs that I do. So even as a, my personal trainer, so I, when I work at F45, so if I'm going to go open the studio at 5am, I was trained to do things in a certain way, right? So before I get there, you know, I know I have to turn on all the lights. I have to walk through the floor. I have to set up the music. I have to turn on all the TVs. I have a a system that I follow to set up my day. And then once all of the clients come in and the members come in, that's when the creativity flows, when I can really start having fun and help people with their movements. But there is a system that I have to follow. And in life, when we have jobs or when we're in school, somebody else gives us that system to follow. Like you have a little checklist, but when you start thinking about your own personal goals, whether they're financial goals, professional goals, health goals, yes, you're going to get advice from other people, but it's not like nobody's paying you to to achieve your goals, right? Not these kinds anyway. Like nobody is going to pay you and double check to make sure that you're doing them. So when I talk about self-discipline and building repetition and consistency, you really need to be open and honest about what works for you and finding those steps. And I'm going to go back to this podcast and how I'm getting myself out of my slump right now. So the slump wasn't necessarily because I lost my voice and I got sick for two weeks. The slump was I didn't fully prepare myself for how much work goes into creating this podcast and how important it is to batch record my podcast and plan them out in advance, especially if I want this podcast to be a success, right? Like I don't want to create material for you guys that I'm hoping will help you change your life and have it be garbage. So Yes, I, I I do everything by a whim. You will get to know me. I do everything by a whim. Like, oh yeah, that looks great. I'm totally going to try. And then sometimes I get there and I'm like, oh crap, I really didn't think this through. So now for me to continue to make this podcast, which is important to me. So I had to go back in and be like, okay, well, Tara, why did you make this podcast? Why is this important to you? And I had to go through all of those steps on my own and why this was something that was important for me and how I want to impact others and help others. And now I have to build up my routine. So I know why it's important. If it's important to me, I have to make the time for it. I have to create a schedule and I have to create a system that works for me. And this is the same advice that I give anybody who is working towards a health goal or business goal with my professions. You have to create the system. I am here. I can help you. I can tell you all of the things that will give you success, but if you're not going to do it, what's the point? And it goes back to that saying, chop wood, carry water. I can help you with your process. I can tell you things that will help you be successful, but you need to come up with your chop wood and carry waters, the things that you're actually going to do, the things that you're actually going to stick to, the habits that you can actually form and maintain so that you can achieve those goals. And that is how you really get out of a slump is by being honest. All right, what caused the slump? Why am I in this slump? Why was I so excited and why am I not excited anymore? Because it happens too, you know, be aware. You're going to suck. We're all going to suck. You don't, nobody comes out of anything great. So we know that we're remembering why it is so important to us. And now we need to get down with that repetition, that consistency, that habit that we are trying to build. What is something that we can actually maintain? And when I say 
everything is habitual, like the majority of the things that we just naturally do, like you can train your brain. I used to go to bed every night. I, I shit you not, guys. I used it since a teenager. I don't know what it was, but I always used to crave a big plate of nachos in bed before I went to sleep. I'm not joking. Like I'm talking like Tostitos, melted cheese, salsa, jalapenos, the whole thing. Like like a slob, like eating that at night. Like no wonder why I was struggling so hard to like lose weight after having my kids because I would eat something terrible like that and then go to bed. Um, but I literally trained myself so now when I crave something at night, it, this is mind-blowing, guys. I, I get a bowl of shreddies, like a small bowl of cereal. And it's only because I just forced myself to want that instead enough that now I don't even think about it. Like I can't even imagine just every single night dogging a huge plate of nachos before bed. First of all, I'd feel like crap, <laughs> uh, but it's just unfathomable. So it's creating those little things that are actually feasible, your action plan. And then the last step is just get back on the damn horse, right? You just have to get back on. If you have something in your life that is important to you, make it important to you. Make it a priority. We do so much things in our life that are not important and they don't give us that fulfillment, but we do it anyway. Get back on the horse. Remember why you started that business. Remember why you started your health goals. Remember why you wanted to feel a certain way. You deserve that, but it takes work and it takes time and it takes patience and it takes a lot of failure in between. So if you feel like you're in a slump, these are just some of the tips that I can share to help get you out of the slump. But the biggest thing is just to get back on it. You know, I I even feel like making this podcast, you know, I only had three episodes come out. This one again, I'm going to be like, well, it's not the greatest, you know, but whatever. This podcast is important for me. I have things that I want to share with people. I want to help people feel good. I have this mission and it is so cliche, but I honestly feel like when people feel better about themselves, the world is a better place. And I feel like by creating this podcast and maybe helping somebody who might be in a slump or somebody who might be working towards a goal or somebody who might be working towards confidence or building a healthier mindset or they want to age gracefully, like this is how I can contribute because this is how I've made the changes myself. So yeah, slide your way out of any slump. I'm doing it right now. I'm trying to slide out of this slump, (laughs) this podcast slump. Only I would do that. Only I would do that. But I've learned You know, it's very important that I need if I want this podcast to do well, if I want to give you guys the content that I envision, the impact that I want to leave, I need to make it a priority. And just if I miss a week because life happens, you know, I could very easily just throw in the towel and pretend I never tried. But would that make me feel good? No, no, that's not why we started. So there it is. Five tips to slide out of any slump. And if you loved this episode, uh, please tell me why and share it with someone who may need to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at Tara Gillen. Make sure to tag me in any stories. I will happily reshare them or side into my DMs and tell me your biggest takeaway. I love building connection within my community and I would love to cheer you on with your goals. Tell me about your slump. Let's see if I can help you out of it. What can we do to bring that confidence back? Until next time, be happy, be well, and as always, be better in the second half.